All right, so our guest today is Zappity Zap. Uh, he is mainly a Twitch streamer. He's got 5.9K followers on Twitch. Also, something that I wanted to add, he's got 5.9K followers and 93,485 views on Twitch. There's something that is very, very uh, telling for a Twitch stream. When you have that many views for that many followers, you can tell that this man is uh, just waiting uh, to blow up even more than he already is which is really, really cool. He's also got 1,689 followers on Instagram. Basically, this guy, uh, he, he just knows what he's doing. I think you're going you're gonna to love hearing from him, but also uh, you're going to love to hear his story. Uh, I, for me, I'm very interested in his story as well because on his stream, you see, you see a face cam and you see this guy who is incredibly entertaining and, and, and just so good at what he does. But I feel like I, 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 don't, know, I don't know a lot about the guy. And so outside of stream, I'm excited to find out a little bit more behind the scenes. And I've been subscribed to Zap for like seven months, something like that. And I love this guy so much. So uh, we're, we're excited to, uh, to jump into a, a call with him and uh, yeah, get, get, on in, get on into this interview. So thank you guys so much uh, for watching or listening. So let me call Zap really quick and we'll get him in here. Um, um hello? Oh my God. Oh, oh, what a, did you know? <laughs> hi. What are the chances of this? I didn't know that you would show up right here. It's amazing. Yeah, I was wondering if you wanted to do an interview. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just yes. randomly calls you and like, oh, hi. <laughs> no. Believe it or um, not, I have the time. <laughs> believe it or not. Dude, uh, I'm glad that we found the time actually to do this. And I'm, I'm super stoked to, to like be able to sit down with you in, in your green room. Uh, yeah of just yeah. it's it's like a cave your your man cave perhaps it is yeah no it goes back there there's a car back there there's all kinds of stuff i mean i don't know it looks pretty messy it's hard to keep the confetti out of there i know yeah <laughs> for anyone who doesn't know zap every time he gets a, like a subscriber confetti falls from from the heavens from it just heavens, falls yeah. from the heavens above and it, there's no telling where it comes from there's no uh, no understanding of that. No way but, to um, know. That's yeah. one of the many mysteries. Yeah. <laughs> so perfect. We keep going. Well, hey, dude. Um, kind of the goal is to start off. Obviously, we're gonna learn uh, about you and kind of learn a little bit more. Like I like a lot of times when I, I hear like podcasts with streamers or stuff like that, they talk about like when they say about you, they're like, oh, well, yeah, I stream, you know, this time to this time, this whatever. <laughs> I, like that's great, but I, I kind of want to know a little bit more about you. Even what I always ask at the start is where how you got to this point in terms of like streaming and getting to the this area of like entertainment that kind of that side of things um just things leading up to that or or if there's anything that you did before you're like man this just fit perfectly or or whatever yeah so i guess that's of things yeah i've always played video games heavily since like being a kid and i think a lot of people have and enjoyed them yeah and uh i don't know i guess just I've always been a little more maybe leaning towards enjoying entertaining people. I'm mildly comedic and stuff, but I wasn't necessarily like a class clown or any. I mean, maybe a little, but I wasn't like in plays or anything. I didn't need to be like overly outspoken to my social group or anything. But with streaming, I just I think I originally tried playing a little bit of the Halo 5 beta when it came out and just streamed it and really enjoyed it, but didn't really intend to pursue it in any way. Didn't have any alerts set up or anything like that, but then maybe like two years ago i was not i had quit my job because i wasn't enjoying it and i was going to start doing this new stuff through amazon that my brother had found and was doing and i could kind of do from home and i had a little bit of spare income and i was like i'm just going to invest it into 
I don't know why, but one day I just said, I'm just going to invest it into a, a big streaming setup and just start streaming like every day, seven days a week. And uh, I've just been doing that since for like two years. So you've been going for about two years then? Yeah, yeah, probably around 25 you've, months. You've streamed before, I, like, cause I know you streamed before that, like just through like looking through some of the highlights and stuff like that. I've seen yeah. like old ones, like like five years ago or something like that, like something yeah, like on long like time the ago. Xbox itself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> from the Xbox, yeah. But you you kind of like seriously made a made a decision to like stream consistently and like kind of build that that brand per se, and do the same thing that every streamer does, where you you know you build your alerts, you build whatever your community is going to try to be somewhat built around, like streaming wise, like what you're a little more professional, basically. Yeah. So did you start with like Fortnite or did you start with uh, something else like in that time or? When I started streaming, um, I did start like whenever I started two years ago, I did mm -hmm. start with Fortnite. And mostly because at that time, Fortnite was so interesting and there was so much like watching Fortnite at that time was super exciting. Like if you were watching a Fortnite streamer during season one or two of Fortnite in chapter one, it was like, this is some of the most exciting stuff I've ever seen. Like this game looks really cool. And is different and there was clearly a market for it as well not that it's all about business or anything but it was clear to me that there was like yeah. you know a potential here to maybe grow from nothing yeah well i mean if you're gonna if you're gonna stream like as much really as like as like we do there does have to be some sort of a, like a market for it because it, just in terms of like the actual time that we're spending but i think yeah. it, i think it's also like what's there's kind of like a centerpiece that i've started to realize like through doing some of these interviews is people who like stream a lot there has to be a centerpiece of like a love for gaming or a love for entertaining or, or some, some piece of that. And, and I think, um, I think it's pretty evident when, when, when you watch like a stream of yours that both of those things are kind of there, right? Like you're, when you're, when you're stream, when you're streaming, it's like, it's, it's you entertaining, but also like the love of games is like pretty much equal. I don't know if those are equal for you in your mind or if, or if, or if you think about that much or, I do love both. Yeah, I mean, the streaming is super dope and gaming are both super dope. They both have their downsides, as everybody knows who's played a game. Like anytime you overly grind a game, you'll eventually maybe get run down on it or tired of it. And I think yeah. that keeping up with that, like not keeping up with that, but maybe like emotionally preparing yourself for doing something seven days out of the week or six days out of the week is a big part of what streaming is. And I think that takes it out of a lot of people. Yeah, absolutely. So, okay. So you're, you were doing like Amazon stuff. Are you still doing that alongside of your streaming as well? Or is that, is that kind of what's helping like subsidize, you know, the funds yeah. and stuff like that? Uh, so I've pretty much stopped off. I may go back to doing some Amazon stuff eventually, but now I'm working with this guy named Shao who lives in China. And I basically just am his middleman between American companies. He's in China and, uh, I just, basically talk to the companies and no bare minimum app conversation. And he can actually develop apps and do all this stuff. And he happens to like me and has a working relationship with me and my brother. And uh, yeah, he's, he, I mean, that's basically all that I do is just get him in contact. It luckily has been less hours than the Amazon thing was. It was wow. initially like probably like 20 hours a week, Amazon plus streaming. But now that I think that with the share thing, it's gone down to, I don't know, at most 20 hours a week, but usually less. Oh, that's, that works out for sure. It's it it's interesting to look at because like a lot of the streamers uh, who are really trying to make it a full time like a, a true like full time thing in terms of uh, finances all that kind of stuff they've been able to like kind of find their find something that is flexible 
and something yeah. that is uh, that allows them to stream more and more. But that's cool, man. Because because I, I remember talking to you a little while ago, and you were talking about like Amazon. You're like, yeah, it's it's doing okay. It's like whatever, and it didn't sound like it was it was perfect for what you were doing. But it seems like you found something that's uh yeah. that's doing well. I don't love it, but it is a good, it's a good thing. It's a, like white labeling, like buying and reselling products. Like yeah. if you see a product doing well out in like Amazon sphere, there's these, all these different things like jungle scout and these other things you can use to kind of see how a product is doing. It's really, really boring, but um, it's, it's not so boring that it doesn't, it's not that boring. I just mean to say it sounds boring to talk about, but well, I it, think uh, the, the actual like content of it, like, cause I, I, I agree somehow there's this like meme on my channel where we all of a sudden get talk about taxes. Cause I used to be like working payroll, like, and I used to sell like payroll, like software and stuff. Somehow it gets onto taxes like randomly. And I'm like, dude, this is the most boring talk. We can't keep talking about this. Stop asking me questions about this guys. But about I think, yeah, you're helping people with their, yeah. What's interesting is we get to hear a little bit of the other side of it though, for you, right? Like it, yeah. How often, how many hours a day do you stream? uh usually monday or sunday through thursday through thursday eight like eight hours a day right like and then friday saturday is six about five to four to six i'd say that's a that's a serious amount of time in terms of like that's a long stream and and i think what people think is like oh you go live and you just that's it like that's the easy it's just like you know it's just simple you just go live and there's nothing else alongside of it and uh your life is you know just collecting subs, dude. Just boom, boom, boom. You know? That's all it takes. Yeah, you did. It. You in it. You That's won, it, baby. And yeah, made it. Yeah, and so I, I think it's interesting to hear hear that piece of it. We don't we don't got to spend much more time on on, on that piece, but it kind of shows a little bit more of like where your time goes outside of I just try to streaming. So yeah, I think the hours I spend could maybe even be better managed. Really, I mean, but I you definitely have to, regardless of who you are, commit a lot of time to just literally being there in front of the screen. And that can be cumbersome. Like once you realize how many hours it is and just like, I don't know. There, there are certain days that are going to be better than others, but you got to, you know, make the time commitment and be there from like start to finish. Yeah. I gonna, think and for, we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about like the, like the tips and tricks side of things um, kind of at the end in terms of like time spent. I ask a lot of questions along that, like where is time best spent? I think as you stream more and more, you start to realize that you, like you think you have a lot of time, but you don't because of what, how much time streaming actually takes up and how much yeah. like that, the actual time and like the mental capacity it takes up and how draining it can be after you've done a long stream or, or whatever. And so I, I, I think we'll talk, we'll dive into that a little bit more. Um, something I, I do want to know about though, uh, is lay it on me. It, yeah. And I, it's, it's been, it's a super con. No, I'm just kidding. It's not even <laughs> crazy. <laughs> Hype it up way too much. Like it's, it, so what's your favorite color? No. <laughs> <laughs> Most interesting question of all time. Yeah. I, I want to know, what do you think makes your stream different? Because well, I think there's definitely something to be said for, for like the growth that you've accomplished um, in this amount of time. And we'll talk about kind of a big moment that happened for you like recently. But I, I want to I see like even just before that, let's talk about what do you think really like makes your stream different and, and some of the things that uh, makes people stop on your channel more than others. Um, I do a lot of duo or squad fills and I'll like meet people and matchmaking. I think mm -hmm. that's where I've probably gotten 60% of my followers and just being able to kind of 
I think a lot of people have this ability. It's not some God-given gift or anything, but the ability to occasionally control like a crowd or one person. Control is the wrong word, but, you know, entertain. Yeah. Like talk to them and keep them having a good time. And then, you know, having like something like .TV in your name lets them know most of the time that I'm already streaming without me needing to say like, hey, do you want to come by my stream at the end of the engagement? Because it can be kind of awkward because sometimes you'll have like a really good time with somebody. And it'll be like, I think that dude would enjoy maybe watching my stream if he watches streams already. So it's just, I don't know. I think that that is, a. I don't know. A lot of people do duo and squad fills, but I think also I've been doing it for so long that I kind of built up like a base that is so not insanely large, but decently large to where when something positive does happen to me, like a a really good thing all of the people from that original base kind of return and are like so excited about what is going on that it is even bigger than it would have been had i not like you can have a shout out from some giant youtuber or something and it cannot do you a world of good if you don't already have some base to like be excited about it with all the new people showing up yeah i mean a lot of people are always like worried about, oh man, once I get that big raid, right? I don't know if you ever heard that before from like streamers. Oh, I just need like a big raid and uh, it'll get me going and uh, whatever. And I don't know if you've ever gotten a big raid and, yeah, oh, yeah. and then the next day you go live and you're like, oh, so it's the same. <laughs> it's useless. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. So it's the same. It's not, u- I don't know about useless. I think it's, it's useless like, is the wrong word. it's definitely, uh, it's, it's, it's always good. Sometimes it's great. Um, but it's, it's just, you know, it's not going to change unless you have some sort of like content that you have like created and and a really great product that those people are coming to see in a way. Um, it's not really going to go anywhere. It's yeah. It's super nice and beneficial. Like you said, definitely thankful to the people that host and things. It does something undeniably, but um, people who are hosting you even know that it is not going to raise your viewer average necessarily. Yeah. I mean, unless it's maybe a 3,000 viewer host or something, it's it's definitely not going to have... If you get hosted for, say, like 100 viewers or something, you could maybe have two of those people come back in the next day. And I think you definitely shouldn't be counting. There are those people in the early days who look for that big break, like I, I just need a raid from Tifu or whatever. Yeah. And I think that's definitely kind of not the... I don't think that pays off. Yeah. Very rarely does a raid result in actual growth what do you what do you think uh kind of i guess a little bit in into some of the mindset wise what do you think is a strong mindset to have to to do this for a long time like you've been doing this for two years consistently like what do you think uh what are some of the things like on a good day or or even a bad day like how do you keep yourself kind of balanced everybody's gonna have bad days and everybody's gonna have good days um i think after i first started streaming there was like a the first year there was like a really positive trend of growth and uh, things were going good. And then there was like an amazing month of just like insane, doesn't, didn't make sense finances for the place I was at. It wasn't like ridiculous money yeah, for yeah. a stock investor or anything, but it was like <laughs> ridiculous for where I was. Yeah. And uh, then after that, things kind of took a downward trend for a little while and stayed that way. And I think I just, it was definitely defeating but it was remaining consistent within that. And I think I, I remained that way for maybe, I don't know, a few more months of ups and downs. There was like very heavy differences between each month, but eventually it kind of, it, it did pay off. I mean, or it, it has paid off. I mean, it was worth it beforehand to have a mindset that you're going to be doing it regardless of what happens to you financially really keeps people 
excited about it and feeling safe as a viewer because they're like, hey, I'm investing in this guy and he's going to be here regardless of whether or not he's getting paid well. Yeah. And if the hours vary, that's okay because, of course, people understand, like, if you're not making enough money, that's, I get it. Like, that's, you know, you need to go work another job a little bit. But as long as people know you're going to be there for them and they genuinely enjoy you, they will come back and say hello every now and then. Yeah. During yeah. some of those those low points was what were what was kind of going on in your your mind like what what do you start thinking about like even if now like even if if you had like a low month what what do you think would start going through your mind are you somebody who is kind of like a problem solver in that in that sense or are you somebody who's kind of more of it, it really hits you personally or, or or maybe both like I think yeah I think it, it hits everybody personally I mean it's really meta in that. It's very like on the moment reactive. Like you can see your viewer count. You can see your, uh, how many followers you got on the day right after the stream. You probably get a stream report of how exactly that stream went. Sometimes I hate and, getting those, man. Sometimes I, <laughs> sometimes <laughs> you're like, this is not a big day. I'm not going to look at it. I'm not, it's not going to look at yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I usually try to think about, I've rewatched my VODs and I usually try to think about what I can do to be more interesting and what habits I have that result in higher viewership or more turnover and follow rate. Like sometimes, not that it should be all a numbers game, but sometimes I'll just play solos all day. And like, just because I need a break from talking to people as much, it takes a lot of energy to be like that above and beyond duo Phil, who's like, what's up? How's it going, man? How's it yeah. going, dude? And, uh, it's definitely nice to take a, to take a couple of breaks from that, but it might result in lower viewership. And yeah, I, I think I do get down on myself. I think everybody does in terms of like whenever you're having a bad month or you're worried about the longevity or like, is this growth, is this upward trend going to keep upward trending or recapping out? And then what's from there? Um, I think I, it's very natural to worry about that stuff. I think the best thing you can do as anybody is just know that, especially if you've been doing it for a while, you have people who have invested in you and they are likely not going anywhere if you haven't changed anything substantially about yourself. And they may take time off or they may take time away, but those people who you've met still are strong and healthy connections. And the base you've built is always going to be only stronger than you're always only going to build off of it. You're not going to have to regress. Even yeah. if it seems like you're regressing in certain ways, you're not actually regressing it's yeah, constantly it's, an upward trend it's it's one of the kind of like most curious things with streaming because it's right in your face man like 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 that i don't know if do you do you have your viewer count on or off while you're streaming i've heard a lot of small streamers talk about this um i keep it on i like to see when it's going down just so i can know there are sometimes you can't control your viewer count definitely and there are things that yeah. will just happen and it'll just go down but if something's happening in a way that I can think about, like, is there something I'd like to know if I'm maybe bringing it down myself or if my actions are potentially having an effect on it? Because, you know, whenever you're having like an amazing day and you're on point and everything is on point in terms of just everybody's having a good time in the stream and you're having a good time, you're looking at the viewer count and you understand kind of why it's remaining where it is some of the time. There are times whenever it's high and there isn't necessarily anything going on, but yeah. it is good to know what you're doing that keeps upward viewer count. Like I think for me, duo fills and high conversation and fast conversation keeps people engaged. Yeah. And that is reflective in the viewer count, reflected rather. 
Yeah, I, I'm I'm someone who who turns it off just because at some point it got like stressful for me in, in doing that. What's interesting though is very similar similarly because I, I do similar things with like duo fills, squad fills, that kind of stuff, and I can feel when there's more people there or not, which is very it's very weird because I can feel myself just focusing on entertaining, right? I can just feel myself being in that space, or I can feel myself like not yeah i don't know it's like a weird thing and then if i do Slipping like unhide it. it really quick it actually like I, i've done that before where i unhide it and it is higher when when i'm like going it's just a weird thing you would think that that won't change much or you can't control it but there is little ways i think when you create really strong content it's something like i say pretty consistently on even these interviews when you create really strong content it, it won't live alone forever like like when you're really like pushing everything you can into what you're creating i i, I just even if it's not a huge following, I, it just won't live alone forever. And I think, um, yeah, I think, I think it's, it's a, it, it is a tell for sure. I think you're stronger than me, like mentally to be able to look at it all the time, but <laughs> it goes down. Yeah. I mean, you do, I don't know. You see it go down and stuff and you definitely have those moments. Like, especially if you're like three hours into a stream and say, you see if you count it by like half of its normal amount or something, <laughs> yeah, yeah. it can be like, dang, I want to like hop off because this is, you know, not my viewer average or whatever, or like, what if somebody, what if one of my viewers sees me at this? And then the assumption of them is that from now on, this guy is that viewer person. Like he's, or maybe he's like losing relevance. Like, you know, say like one of your longest time viewers sees you at 13 or seven viewers or whatever they see you at. And uh, you think about their perception of that. And I think you just got to get away from that and try to think about like bringing a good time to people, even whenever you're at lower viewership, because I've seen it. I, I there have been times, especially in the start, where I that stuff would happen to me, and I would get defeated, and I would hop off and try to like change people's perception in a weird way, you know, like hop off the stream, which wouldn't really change my viewer count. I would just end the stream. Yeah, like, bring it to zero. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like all right, guys, I'm having a kind of a rough day. I'm gonna, you know, and maybe you are having a rough day. Maybe that's why the re- the viewer count reflects that. But I've yeah. also had times where I've been having like a rough day, and then I've looked at the viewer count and been like, I'm gonna start doing something that I'm not doing right now, which is just behaving differently and thinking about where viewership comes from. And like, yeah. I'm just going to start doing some duo fills and maybe, I don't know, not necessarily be goofier than I normally am, but just try to have a good time with people Yeah. through, if I'm not having fun with the game through like just joking around in the game, you know, Absolutely. hide under a bridge the whole game or something. Yeah. Do you, do you, uh, do you think there's, um, there's obviously trouble in like really allowing your emotions to go down with your viewer count, right? Like there's a lot of like, you can really get into a dark place, especially if this is like really important to you. Like, like it yeah. is for a lot of us. Like it, it can really hurt you personally. Cause you can't really separate your stream from you a lot of times. Like, I don't know if that's similar for you. Like for me, it's just hard to like separate my stream from who I am. Um, I think that's totally normal. Yeah. And I, and I think, or, or do you, do you think that there is a danger also in allowing the high numbers to take you to an ultimate high? Yeah, there's danger in both because they're gonna ref- they're both the one can't exist without the other basically. So yeah, mm. there is a, there is a problem. Although it's really hard not to give in to that high whenever yeah. viewership is high and stuff because it's like this is so goddamn exciting. Oh my god, what is this weird relevance that I have? I don't deserve this or yeah, whatever the hell. Uh, and yeah, it is. I think that, yeah, especially it, it can be really hard. Cause like sometimes you'll get off a stream and I'm not even perfect at it yet, but you'll get off a stream and feel like you didn't do, even if like, say the day went pretty well, but sometimes you'll just get off and feel like, dang, I don't think I did my best or something. Mm-hmm. 
you know? And I think if you were working another job, any other job where you worked seven days a week or even five, you wouldn't question yourself at the end of it every time. Like, how well did I, like, say you worked at Starbucks, you wouldn't be like, how well did I fill all those drinks? And like, yeah. you wouldn't like the hell out of yourself at the end of it mercilessly. Um, so I think- Or that, stay up till four in the morning watching a VOD and being like, what What happened? Like, what, <laughs> what did yeah. I do? Exactly, yeah. I think it's mostly because I don't, it is so self-centered in a non, I don't mean that in a selfish way, but I mean like streaming itself in and of itself, like putting yourself on the internet and what yeah. you're doing. It just so much comes back to you that I think that it's easy to get caught up in that emotional state of just purely self-hatred, which I think to get, you just have to work past it as much as you can. There's some amount of self-negativity that can help you if you can be constructive and criticize yourself. But to the point where, you notice that you're no longer helping yourself with these bad feelings and there isn't anything that can be improved upon and you're still making progress every day and you're working towards your goals. You just got to at some point drop it and let your brain kind of reset because you just got to realize that, look, these negative thoughts I'm having aren't doing me any benefit. Yeah. I like that, man. I think that's that's applicable for people who aren't even like streamers, man. I, I think there's a lot there are things that people want to do in life, and there's things that they're doing, right? And and sometimes yes. you can you can just ignore the things that you want to do and, and get into a pretty dark place, and you're just like, man, for sure. this is not where I'm supposed to be. Like you, like I don't know. It, for me, it, that's where streaming came in. Like when I was deep into a sales job that I absolutely hated, you know, like it was like making lots of money, but super dark place and not who I'm supposed to be, you know? And I, I think it's, it's a beautiful thing to see. Like when, when you can kind of start to control a little bit of that roller coaster of emotions with that life will take you on. It seems to be a, a pretty powerful thing where like you're leveled, you're balanced a little bit better. Now you're not going to ever be perfect on that, but I think it's, it's something that's, it's really cool. And it, uh, it's interesting to hear your take on that because um, you've been doing this for, for two years now. And that's yeah. not, it's not like a, like a phase for you, right? Like it's not like it's no, not like a yeah. little thing you're doing and Yeah. It's like, I mean, my viewership or whatever could hypothetically drop to new lows or whatever, get down to five or something. And I would still be doing it. I would definitely still be doing it for years to come. Uh I, I can't guarantee I'd be doing it seven days a week, but I would definitely still be doing it. Like I, I don't think that the people I've met and the stuff that I've kind of done so far, I would ever want it to entirely stop. Yeah. I could see myself going a different direction with it at some point, you know, I mean, using the live stream in a different way to do something else. But other than that, I definitely enjoy Twitch and love Twitch. And I think it's dope. Yeah. And I think it's something that can go in so many avenues. It's really neat. Yeah. I was in the same position as you with uh, working kind of a job that I wasn't totally satisfied with. I had done a bunch of stuff after college that I was really, or not after college. Sorry, I didn't go to college. I had done a bunch of stuff after high school that I was really interested in, uh, in terms of like pursuing not necessarily career stuff, but I just took a bunch of like uh, weird odd jobs and like internships and like um, working for like the mayor of this town for a little while. I just tried to do stuff because I wasn't getting a college education that I thought would educate me still in some way. I worked at like this tiger sanctuary with some tigers for a while and did these tours with these wait, groups wait, of people. Wait, that wait, would wait, come. wait, 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 slow down, slow, slow, slow. Okay. Wait, so <laughs> I heard you said that in a duo Phil one time. Yeah. <laughs> tigers. So that's real? That is real. Yeah, no, I worked <laughs> oh, at a tiger sanctuary. <laughs> I got, I saw a, I was just on Facebook or something and I saw an advertisement for like Missouri tiger sanctuary. And I was like, there's tigers in Missouri. There's like even <laughs> one of them. 
And I just figured I got to, you know, I like animals and uh, I thought that sounded dope, a chance to like work with them. And you basically just, what they need is people to like, just work with them. And uh, they don't have a large staff and uh, they needed people to give tours and all this kind of stuff. And it was actually a really good boundary for like public speaking to yeah. just have to get used to it. And a lot of people don't believe that I get like nervous and stuff. Even the people that I worked with um at the tiger sanctuary because we would go on these big tours with large amounts of people and you talk to them about each of these animals and like you know maybe feed the animal or something during it but i definitely do get pretty uncomfortable and i i don't know how to i don't know what advice i would have for someone that gets nervous but that stuff was so fun and doing that and i really enjoyed that like i did that for maybe four months and i did a few other things that i found very exciting for a while and then i eventually found myself in a job that was a little more secure, but wasn't doing anything I enjoyed. Like it was, yeah, boring. It was selling like, um, I got a chance to talk to people, which is always kind of fun. You know, yeah. if it's a customer or something, I got a chance to like sell carpet and like everything that someone would need to renovate their home. Like I could help them remodel their kitchen, you know, they yeah. came in, I'd be like, oh, the dimensions are, but it was lame. <laughs> and uh, that's what I was doing right before streaming. And uh, yeah, it was such a, it was such a nice, so well, every time I think about how down I am about streaming, I think about how much less fun I was having doing something that was more within normality for people, I think. Yeah. Do you find yourself uh, being more of like an extroverted person outside of streaming or introverted? I think most people would describe – I don't know how people would describe me. I think I would describe myself as an introvert, but at a party someone might say that I'm – extroverted but i'm social but i'm not like social to like hey do you want to hang out sometime like i'm not <laughs> I, I might talk to somebody at a party but it rarely will turn into like let's go get coffee it's like yeah, yeah. momentary you know and uh i definitely get super i get i get I'm, i have super i not i guess super would be the wrong term but i have pretty bad anxiety and i don't take anything for it or anything like that but i just deal with it day in day out like a lot of people do um but I definitely get nervous in, in social situations. Yeah, it's interesting because a lot of times I think people assume when you're, you know, like a hyped up entertainer, you, uh, you're just this extroverted person and you're like, you're that guy who's like always out. And, and extroverted meaning like you recharge from those situations, you know? Yeah. Like, like they think, they think that that's how you're like recharging. But a lot of times for people, it's, you do that and you're entertaining. That's what you love to do. But then you need to recharge by just like, like being, being going back home and being alone or, or whatever it is. And, yeah. and, and so I, it's just interesting to me to hear, cause watching you for, for as long as I've been watching you, it's interesting to look at and, and kind of see, like, I was talking to Jordan about it, my wife. And I was like, um, I was like, I, I wonder if zap is, is more like is quieter or like, or like more reserved outside of streaming or, or not, but. At like a non-party, I think I'm pretty quiet. Like Good. somewhere where I haven't had a drink of alcohol or anything <laughs> yeah, like yeah, that. I think go. I'm yeah. really quiet. Yeah. I'm, I'm similar. Definitely. I'm similar. Actually pretty similar to that. I, I can be like, I used to be more like outgoing, but now, since Same. I started streaming and streaming so, so consistently, I think it t that takes a lot out of me. And, and I like, now I'm a little bit more like, <laughs> like mellow outside of it, but. Yeah, maybe that's what it is for me too. I, I, yeah, 
I don't know. I definitely am mellow like after a stream. Like after you do like an eight hour stream, it's like you definitely it's a lot of I mean, you watch somebody. It doesn't sound like work when it's pitched to you. You know, mm-hmm. whenever somebody says you're going to be playing a video game for eight hours, it's like, all right. but uh it really i don't know how it ends up feeling exactly as draining but you watch somebody a high somebody who goes in for like there are people who do streams that just can't be as long as as what i do like if you're gonna be high energy the whole entire time it's like you can maybe only get away with like five or four hours because you will just get so burnt out like somebody like uh, t hump who's a pretty negative guy most of the time i guess but he does I think his work ethic is there. And I think what yeah. he does is, is hard just doing duo fills with high energy and basically trying to pull interesting things out of everybody he plays with. It's yeah. not easy. And doing that for five hours will drain you mentally to try to think of interesting things to say to somebody. Absolutely. I, I mean, I definitely commend him for that because that seems, I don't even, I don't know. I mean, there's been times when I've had something similar to that, but if you were to go with that for that long, it really, it can drain you. Yeah, it drains you like anything else, like a workout or anything mentally, just talk the amount of words you say that you don't really think about it, but you probably say, you know, five times as many words as anybody yeah. else. Yeah. Well, can you imagine a stand up comedian going for eight hours? Like, <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. like that's like that's with a lot, no man. material planned. Yeah, exactly. It's like, <laughs> and that's it's different because there's like people in a room, like actually like there. But I think it's like who it, already like you. Yeah, exactly. which is kind of nice, similar with Twitch. You know, you yeah, do already yeah. have a nice base that's going to defend you and be happy or, for you, but or mess with you, whichever one. But um, yes, yes, it goes both ways. <laughs> well, perfect. I I think that really gives us like a like we completely understand you now, hundred percent. So it's all good to go. <laughs> like yes, we, yeah, I'm known. I feel understand. known. No, I I think that that's a really. I appreciate you letting us into kind of some of those different areas that normally we don't talk about on stream because it's kind of like weird to talk about it sometimes. Like what would be the point of interview if you didn't get there? Yeah. Yeah. And I I think that's, that's something for people to hear because when you, when you think about starting streaming, you're already thinking, you're like, man, this is going to be, the people are going to come flocking to me because (laughs) I am the epitome of entertainment and I have, (laughs) you know, and I don't think everyone starts off that way. Maybe it's just like we're playing video games, whatever. But I think you just start to think, it's going to be, it's going to grow quick. And a lot of people are like, oh, it's just this quick thing that grows. And then you start making a whole bunch of money from it. And this, this, and this. And yeah, it's, it, it's, that's a recipe for disaster because you will go into a really dark place. If you're actually trying to make this a full-time thing and you're trying to hedge your bet on it, you'll go into a really dark place. If you're just looking at the numbers and that's the only thing you care about or growing financially or whatever it is, it's, for one, it's not the best financial plan. It's a very risky financial plan. But also, like, you, you're you putting your whole, like, worth in, in, a, in a bad spot, so. Self-worth, yeah. I mean, it, yeah, there's a lot of risks financially and things like that that occasionally, I mean, you can do things to keep yourself more financially secure during it, and you could try to fight it. But there were definitely, there was, a, I had an upper trend, Back, like I said, a while ago. And if I would have like hedged my bets on that upper trend, I would have been in a bad place now because it did go down from there. Yeah. Substantially for a long time, up until a, a while. I mean, not bad. It was still okay. Still, you know, you tell people how much you're making a, a month from video games, and they're like, oh my God. You're rich. You sit there and hit X all day. Oh my God. Yeah, it's, it's like, that easy. Yeah. It's just, yeah. yeah. But, uh, <laughs> It, 
Yeah, it can be. I mean, there are a lot of things you have to do really to take it to take it seriously. Whenever you tell some, I mean, if you're, th- I, it took me the, what I did. I didn't do any Instagram or any YouTube or anything like that. As you know, I still don't do much YouTube and should do more. But I just went into Phil's. I, I had just gotten a mouse and keyboard. It was my first mouse and keyboard game ever. So I was the worst player of all time at yeah. Fortnite. And I just went into squads and said really dumb stuff to the people I met. I was doing squads at the time because I thought squads would be a better chance to meet more people. There's three instead of two or instead of one. And uh, I just met a few of my like very first people just doing that, going and not even being close to good at the game, like yeah, yeah. worse than average because I was <laughs> learning a new, like a new thing. And uh, yeah, I, I would just talk to people and try to have a good time. I mean, I didn't even necessarily, some of the times I would just have interesting and honest conversation with people, just like talk to them about whatever was on their mind and no subject kind of taboo kind of thing other than TOS subjects. But people have interesting things to say. And if you go in, if you're going to try to grow stream, I feel like I'm moving away. No, from... perfect. This is perfect. That's exactly where I'm headed. So that's awesome. If you're going, yeah, if you're going to try to grow a stream, a lot of people don't actually think about where the people that they want to come to their stream are going to come from. So few people think that like, oh, I have to make someone come here. Like people aren't just going to show up. You need to do something to get someone there every single time someone shows up. The amount of times I've had someone say that they were scrolling through the list and found me is like maybe three. Yeah. <laughs> and I have been streaming for two years. Um, I'm sure it happens more often than that, but that's the amount of times someone has said it. Yeah. Um, it's low. It's low. And if you're thinking about if you're a good editor or you want to get good at editing, you can definitely grow through Instagram clips and YouTube and all that. You can get a base following around there and transition to Twitch or start with Twitch at the same time. And you can get people from those things definitely but i think if you are really starting off small with one viewer you know or maybe your grandma has it on to help you out you <laughs> have to go out and meet people in either duo fills or squad fills or whatever kind of fill matchmaking they can get you to meet someone um and you're going to need to think about what would bring those people back to a stream to watch you i think a lot of people don't think about the fact that they have to go find people to come back to their stream. Mm. Yeah. Whether it, it be YouTube or Twitch. You know, it's funny. Cause I, I say that a lot in terms of like, Oh, like going to Instagram and going to like, you know, people are like, TikTok is the most discoverable platform on the, on the whole thing. And it's like, dude, I've seen people post like thousands of TikToks and they don't have anything, you know? And I yeah. think there's like a, there's a centerpiece that is really special because you had a moment recently where you you do a filled with uh, Formula, right? That's his name, Formula. Formula. He's a big nice YouTuber, guy. right? Very now, insanely. And, and and a lot of people and a lot of people could be like, "Oh man, Zap had that moment, and that's what that's what took him to the next level." I I hundred yeah. percent disagree with that. hundred percent disagree with that. What took you to the next level is the fact that you have been creating for two years, and you have you have learned how to entertain people for that amount of time. And you prepared for that whole time, just waiting for more eyes to get on you. So yes, if, if more eyes don't get on you from other people or, or, or other things, or like you don't find people, yes. But the thing about you and the thing about a lot of really, really strong creators is when people find you, they tell two friends. Yeah. And, yeah. And I think a that's, a, that's a really powerful thing, you know, and it's something that 
a lot of people are like, oh, so if I just post clips on Instagram, no, there's there's every single person posting clips on Instagram. If you create really, <laughs> sure. really strong, like if you create really, really strong like content and you're actually focused on doing that and you love doing this whole thing, it's going to show and people are going to be like, I need to tell somebody about this person. Yeah. I think if you focus on your clips more than somebody else too, like my Instagram clips are just purely ripped from my stream yeah. and I upload what happened, you know? Yep. I think if you do a little more editing than that or you could put more effort into your clips and you could see maybe some kind of reward from it. Definitely. Um, I think working on your clips and, and getting a little good at editing is definitely going to benefit you in the long run. I don't think you're going to be getting, anyone is going to be getting many follows from YouTube or Instagram off yeah. the start. If you're a normal guy, there are rare scenarios um, where you will occasionally see somebody who gets like a viral clip and they will end up, yeah, just instantly yeah. famous. Yeah. I mean, but it doesn't, it doesn't, that's so uncommon. And what's much more common is that like for, for me, I probably get like, I don't know, three to five followers from Instagram a month. I don't actually know have the amount. I used to have a better idea of it because all of my followers used to get sent to my phone, but it's low Yeah, and it still feels worth it. It's like, even if it's that low, it's like, at least that's three to five. I wouldn't be getting every month and that's like a person you know if you have somebody coming into your chat at maybe 4 p.m every wednesday to check on you and that's like their time they show up that raises your viewer count on the whole and it's not just about raising your viewer account but that's important having people your your goal is to build a base yeah. if, i mean unless your goal is not to grow and you're some streamer who just wants to remain indian on the edge that's cool too and i think that's dope yeah, if you're doing absolutely. this as a hobby but if you're trying to build something that's gonna pay for your living and stuff i mean I think working on all that stuff, all that social media, my advice, not that I necessarily follow it, would be definitely um, try to run a YouTube and an Instagram and Twitter and all of that stuff alongside of it. Because if you start them late, they won't, you can't just tell your people, hey, go follow my Twitter. I'm doing it now. And they'll do it. Especially yeah. if you're small, it won't work at all. <laughs> You'll yeah, yeah. get like 10 followers. But um, so there's no better time to start doing everything than the moment that you kind of and then, you know, right now, basically for anybody who would be listening. Absolutely. Yeah. I think it's, it's smart to start all those things and, and do that. Um, but I think one of the best things that, that you do and, and in, in a lot of like streamers who have built like to your area have done is watching your, your VODs back and creating something great there. Like start at the, the source. You can't polish a turd. Like you can't, you just can't like, like you can put some cool clips up on Instagram. Then if somebody stops by your stream and it sucks, then it's like, okay, sick, you know? So make sure you have great stuff coming out of it. Then it's going to be super easy for you to, to like create clips and, and put them on there. And the, the crazy thing is, is you, you see streamers all the time. Like there's people who literally put just their VODs up on, on YouTube and they get yeah. like hundreds of thousands of views because of the fact that it's such good content and it's such good things. You know, imagine if those yeah. were a little bit more edited or a little bit like easier to, to watch. And, and I think, yeah, I, I just think that's, that's something that, for you, like, I think that, and you can talk about that moment with formula a little bit more if you want to, but it, sure. it was, uh, I, I think it was a big moment in terms of like, you know, people, you getting featured on his channel and stuff, but yeah, it would have mattered nothing if, and I don't, I, to, to be honest with you, I don't think the, the dot TV was the thing. I, I, no. I, I yeah. And I don't know if that, that's what you think or, or what, what your, your thoughts are on it. Definitely not with him because we got to spend like 
he and I hung out for like two hours. It took us two hours to get the win. You see in the video, we just hung out. I got a chance to pick his brain. It was really nice. That's we awesome. lost so many games. Like it took <laughs> forever. He was just having a good time and he was like, let's keep trying, man. And I was like, all right. I felt so bad because we just were not getting the win. We got so close so many times and it took forever until we finally got it. But um, yeah, I think somebody like that, a lot of people can tell when you're a streamer pretty quickly by the sound of your mic or by the sound yeah, of yeah. most people just by the sound of your voice, just the tone. They'll be like, oh, this guy's either streaming or insanely bored or insane. <laughs> or crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, with with I had had a moment before that both the times that I ran into like a bigger dude in duo fills, I both times did not know who they were at all in the beginning. So yeah. that's how I just talked to people. I didn't like know they were big, famous. Yeah, yeah. YouTubers, I just I, I'm generally when I'm on my game, that's how I sound. And I don't always sound that way. But if somebody usually brings you back energy, like it's really easy to bounce off of it much more easier than like a standard duo fill. Because a lot of the time you're bringing uh, there, most people who are playing a duo fill. Like I want to get a win. I don't want to be bothered by some dude who's about to ask me 4000 <laughs> questions. And I totally get that. And some people I'll back off. You know, I don't like drill somebody until they're until they're totally in tears. But um with with YouTubers and other stuff, if you have something you're doing that is interesting and you just have that rare chance to get with somebody like that, it definitely can help a lot. And having that strong base after that formula thing helped so much because he uploaded the video and there were immediately so many more new people in my stream the next day. It was actually like how you think a host would be, yeah. you know, like how you think, ho like after all those follows and everything you get from a host, like everybody was actually there and it was really wild. And there were already so many people in my stream who were um, kind of rooting for me and people who were excited and, I mean, gifting subs and, and doing things like that because they were so excited to see you kind of at a new level. Like if you're suddenly, if your viewer average is maybe 15 or something like that, and, and the people who, who all make up that 15 see you at 30, they will be more excited than normal and, and and be super stoked about all the new people. And it was exactly that. I mean, my community was really stoked about having everybody new in it. And I really, I'm still, I'm sure in some, I, I benefited from the video in a huge way and I'm sure I'm still benefiting from it every day. Yeah. And, and it's that, that kind of teaches you a little bit of the power of YouTube too. Like a subscriber yeah. on YouTube is actually a really big deal in, in like pretty valuable. Yeah. It, I mean, depending on the channel, but like it's, there's certain, you know, there's certain uh, platforms that are going to be stronger than others, right? Like, and, and and when he sent those over, I remember I was watching that day. I, I just came, I was like, what the, I didn't even know what that had happened the day before. And I was like, what the hell happened? <laughs> I was like, yeah. oh my, and yeah, it was, it was just such a cool thing because it was one of those months where you've been watching somebody for so long, what like you said, and you feel like, dude. Thank God people are, or, or Zeus or whoever, like thank, <laughs> thank whoever that, that this is happening to this person, you know, like, and that was, that was a moment for, for me. And I think so many other like streamers who watch you who are so excited because they're like, dude, this, this, this kind of stuff needs to happen to the right people. And I, and I think, um, yeah, man, I, I couldn't have been more stoked for you, but also it's not like a magical thing when you get that kind of thing happen. You've been doing, putting in the work and you've been doing something great already. So, um, yeah, yeah, I man. appreciate you saying that. No, it's true. It's a hundred percent true, man. So I, I, would, <laughs> I wouldn't say if it wasn't. The one thing I would say, and what you just said was very nice. Thank you. And I wish the same for you and think that good things will come to you. But, um, about like, I've, I've met up with streamers 
in duo fills, similar scenario that I've not known and stuff, and it's not gone well. It definitely not like badly or anything, but it's not resulted in a YouTube video. Yeah, it's not uh, something you can count on or anything, and it is random. I, I actually wouldn't. I guess saying it's not something you can count on would maybe be the wrong thing. I think you can count on uh, some a, a lucky break eventually happening to you if you do it long enough. Yeah, but um, it has to be kind of. I would. I'm just saying, don't get defeated. To anybody who's listening, whoever has a moment where you maybe match up with somebody who is giant and let's say you guys die off spawn or let's say you guys even play the whole game out and maybe they didn't choose you for a YouTube video. It's I've had that happen too yeah. a lot of times. Same. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Uh, before uh, we kind of like get towards the end here, um, I want to hear like if you were to restart today. Okay. So if you were to start a whole new channel Say you had no face cam, no one knew who you were, or something like that. Some some weird scenario. See, see. What would be, what would be some of the first things that you're doing? Obviously, you're gonna create your brand, create your alerts, all that kind of stuff. That's 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 a given. What is what are the things that you focus on, and what what should somebody focus on when they're starting when starting out? Uh, you should definitely think. You shouldn't have be soulless, but you should definitely have some business general business principles about yourself. In terms of thinking about how you can grow your stream and what you're doing, like the market of the game you're playing, how many viewers it has, you got to really think about it tactically just while coming at it creatively and enjoying the creative side of it. But you need to very tactically come at this thing um, and, and think about where your viewers are going to come from and how you're going to grow. But I would also recommend if you are just starting today, make an Instagram, make a Twitter, do all of that at once. And maybe, you know, don't post a go live alert to zero followers or anything, but have that stuff there so that whenever somebody does show up by your stream, they may follow your Twitter as well. And uh, do be active on those sources because, like I said, if you start growing them later, they won't catch up. They will have to grow slowly. Um, and having as much kind of, as much of a audience as you can is as good of an idea as possible because then you have the broadest reach with your go live notifications, whether you make one on Twitter, whether you make one on uh, Instagram. Sometimes I'll do one on Instagram. Sometimes I'll do one on Twitter. I just kind of vary it because you don't want to overrun people down with go live notifications. But um, I would I would definitely focus on mostly what game you're playing, in which ways you're playing it. And then, uh Yeah. What, what, you how, can't, where you're, wait, wait, wait. You can't answer a question and give the sub in the same, <laughs> the same question. She's a nice lady. I know her. So. <laughs> For any of our audio listeners, Zap, during that question, answering that, just gifted a sub to Miss Grills. And, She's uh, a nice lady. <laughs> we say the world about her. But uh, yeah, I would, uh, I would keep... I, I would keep in head where your viewer is going to come from. Okay. That's mostly mostly what I would do back then and what I tried to do then. I don't think I did it perfectly then, but that's what I would suggest. Would you stream as much as you stream or or how, how often would you suggest streaming? Oh, way less. Yeah. I don't think most people can keep up with that amount of hours in a day. If you can do, if you can, if you can stream, I would try to make it at least four hours um, when you're streaming Unless you have something kind of special going on. I've done, you know, short streams whenever I've had something prearranged that people have known about, but wow. Um, yeah, well. <laughs> the, uh, the uh, I've had people, um, sorry, I kind of lost my train of thought there. I, uh, <laughs> I have well, uh, we lost our train of thought because um, Ms. I don't I don't normally like reach out while we're going, but Ms. Grills, thank you for the five gifted subs. 
that's way too kind of you. Um, that's why we were like, well, oh, wow. (laughs) (laughs) It's just a streamer thing. Whenever you see that come up, you're like, oh. (laughs) Yeah, take shit out of a second. Uh, Yeah, I think I wouldn't, I don't think I would change too much of what I did, but I would change, I would uh, just focus on, like some people will play a game like that has 20 viewers overall, you know, and you got to think about how far that can be spread. And whenever you play a game like Fortnite, you also need to think about how overpopulated it is and how much harder it is to stand out. There's a lot of business critical analytical thinking that can get you far. Yeah. Do you, uh, are we going to see like more YouTube content from you going forward? Is that kind of like a strategy? Um, it's a goal. It's a goal for sure. Yes. Definitely a goal. Uh, I want to post more YouTube content, and I think the more YouTube content anyone can post, the better. Uh, obviously, the better it is, the better it's going to do for you. But yeah, I intend to make more cool YouTube videos. My YouTube presence right now is pretty minimal. So well, I just think it's just interesting to hear because um, similar, like for me, similar, like when I started out, I was just streaming like as much as possible, and I still do. I still stream a lot, but I think it's uh for me that worked like for me that that's like work to grow like the community that i have so far you know but i think for some people they stream for that long to like zero people you know and i i just don't i don't i don't i love asking people that question like how much time you should focus on creating content on other platforms versus that i think it's uh yeah, I th- I think it's it's interesting because I, it, it's not like a cookie cutter approach. There's not there's not really one way to do it. Yeah, I think I remember the question that I actually lost my train of thought on, which was about hours and how many you should be working oh, yeah, at yeah. the start. If you're just starting out, yeah, and you, I mean, you got to think about how many hours you have available. First and foremost, a lot of people who start streaming are in school, and uh, yeah, I would say three to four hours is about what you at least want to be getting in for a stream. If you're going to be, it's going to be your normal stream and it's part of your stream schedule. I think that's what you're kind of looking for. I think that's enough time to give somebody a show. If somebody's there, they could be there from the start to finish and have a full experience. Um, you don't want to do like a, you know, these 13, these 17 minute, 30 minute streams where you make a mistake or something. Definitely. I think uh, the longer you can go kind of the more potential you have, but sometimes people stall out in a stream and, and even I will stop attempting to go for, growth in a stream and my goal will just become purely entertainment for the people that are there. Yeah. But your goal should be three to four hours of like attempting to grow your stream, especially at the start, I think. Perfect. Um, I just want to let people know in chat, if you guys want to throw questions into chat, uh, I have two more questions and then we're going to go right into Q and a. So if you guys have any, any questions over there, uh, yeah, for, for zap. And so, yeah, cool. So my next question, uh, is, uh, with that, like, so with the amount of hours, how many days a week you think sh- you think someone would, should stream in the beginning? Uh, at least three. Okay. And and dependably, like uh, those same important. days, those same times, kind of a thing. Yeah, super important. I mean, being live, like even me, like I go live at a certain time, and my viewership will vary if I go live earlier. If I go live earlier, people just don't know. It doesn't matter if you make your go live announcements or not. People get routine and they understand things and they think. You know, I'm going to show up at Zaps at this time because this is when he's live. And the same goes for anybody's stream. Getting in a, a habit and a predictable behavior really helps the stream out because going live at random times, it will vary your viewers, vary attendance. And uh, though you might have occasional weird streams where maybe you go a little later and viewership's higher, overall, people 
enjoy predictability. Yeah, for sure. It, that's something that I didn't even think was true for the longest time. But it's weird. Like it's almost as if people just open up that app at the same time, or they open up you know that you know Twitch at the same time every day or every you know few days or whatever. And it's weird the little things you can do to mess up the schedule. Because I went live at three p.m. one day. And that's later than me. I usually go live at 2, 2.30. And I went live at 3 p.m. for like one day. And it was like the latest I've gone live in a while. And then the next day I went live at my normal time. And someone was like, what are you doing live so early? And it takes so little to like mess up people's opinions of what your Dude, standard that, is. That same like thing happened to me day. recently. Same exact thing. They're like, well, what's wrong with your schedule? Like they like freaked out. They're like, oh, your schedule. What, can you put out a schedule? I'm like, dude, I've had a schedule this whole time I've been streaming. I just had an interview a little later this day, you know, or something like yeah. that. It's just, yeah, it's interesting. It's really, really interesting. Yes. Exactly. Um, coming up on a, to ask you something about a podcast. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Never mind. That wasn't a question for you. Cool. Uh, last one, last question I have for you. And if we don't have any questions from, uh, from chat, it's totally fine. Um, if you guys have questions on like YouTube or anything like that, make sure you guys throw them in there. You can reach Zap as well. Um, on all of his social medias Impossible. and we'll plug those in a I little bit here. In contact. He will hundred percent answer every, every single question. Every Going single one. Woods, <laughs> <a cabin. laughs> uh, last one, state of Fortnite. I want to talk to you about uh, this because you're somebody who plays a lot. And you play it a lot. What is it? What is the state of Fortnite? Where is it? Where is it going? I have really strong opinions about it because I think I know what makes a good game, and I think that the game could be better. I think it's in. I think it was in a really good spot, and it's still in a really good spot. Uh, volatility wise, if you want to get into it as a streamer. And uh, you want it to be the game you stream. I think it's still volatile. I think there's still growth growth up, uh, potential within it. I think that the game itself is extremely frustrating to play at times. And the uh, people who are updating it don't often have user in mind uh, in terms of fairness and creating a, a fun, fair game. I don't think the state of Fortnite isn't a good one. And I could really go on about it for a long time. But I'm... I, pretty confident that the game will eventually get back to a good state but the ways in which they try to keep people playing it is by consistently updating it and doing things that aren't necessarily uh fair but more focused on fun and uh i think at times it can be really frustrating and leaves kind of the people who stream it every day wishing for something else so i, I would say it's in a bad state but if you want to get into streaming it I would say it's not in a much worse state than it ever has been to for growth potential for people. Yeah. Yeah. That's but an I am topic. On, I know, I know we're, we're about to get you out of here. Um, oh, sorry. What was that? I'm on the lookout for other, uh, games and stuff is what I was yeah. going to say. I'm excited for Valorant, which is coming out. A lot out of people are. I'll, I'll be interested. I'll be interested to see it. I'm, I'm definitely gonna try it out for sure. Um, yeah, yeah I think people are just kind of like, they want a little something to like play it like every once in a while outside of Fortnite, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, we, we do got to get you out of here pretty soon here, but I think we've got, we've got something from Billy. I haven't read all the way through this cause it's a little bit longer, but we'll see where yeah. it goes. Um, obviously the goal isn't only to make money from streaming and I understand if a financial question won't be answered. So, uh, no pressure to answer or ask or ask, uh, but I am new to streaming and have been having uh, little victories here and there. And I guess what I'm wondering is what figure, what figures, views, subs, etc. Would it look like to be mildly sustainable for a streamer? Or if you or Zap have any idea on what it would look like uh, to be sustainable as a small streamer? Sustainable is a varying question. What sustains you may not sustain me, but uh, you can do some quick math on like just what 
subs equal because a sub will break down affiliate wise. One of them is just 250 for you and then bits, a hundred of them is a dollar. So what is month by month look like for you? Your rent could vary from mine heavily, but um, for me, I try to keep my sub count above a certain amount um, as of late, just because it's been more dependable. But in the beginning, I don't think you should have any expectation because you can't, it's so hard to depend upon. And like I said, there was whenever in the first year of me streaming, I had, I think towards the end part of the first year, I had an absolutely insane month with like over a thousand dollars, which is really good for a small streamer. Absolutely, it was yeah. really exciting. And uh, after that, it kind of went down back to what was normal almost right away, like no warning. And it was just uh, really surprising. But I don't think your goal should be to become profitable quickly because yeah. it's going to be difficult. Um, I mean, profitable, maybe not. Your, your goal should definitely be to, to, be, <laughs> to be profitable. But there's obviously some overhead with uh, buying maybe a streaming PC and stuff like that. I know it took me a while to get out of the hole. But if you have that stuff kind of already... Um, I think you should have modest expectations. I mean, if you're not, if you don't have any subs by the first year, I think you should not necessarily give up on it. If you still love it, I think your expectations can be different than mine. And, and there's difference in luck for sure. Some people have, there's a lot of luck that goes into this and some people have better luck and hard work will pay off eventually. So I would keep working at it, even if your signs aren't as good as someone else's, but you've seen some positive reinforcement, like you said, that you've had some little victories here and there. I would keep pushing towards those because yeah, those are going to keep coming. Absolutely. I think you're totally right in terms of like, you got to choose your goals at the right for the right things, right? Like, can you actually control how many people sub? Not really. You can't, you, I mean, you, I mean like you can do certain things that might like go towards that, but you can't make somebody hit that sub button. Right. I think the reality yeah. of it is like you, you've got to, you can't really focus on those things. If you're going to just like completely go like quit job and, and go for it, you need something else that's going to sustain your income because you will become that, that streamer who's just like sub hungry and people will feel it and you'll need it. And people that's do the, feel it really hardcore. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and, and I think that's something that you need to think about. Um, for me, I drive lift on the side and I, I can drive as much lift as I need to. And my wife works as well. And, and, and so it, it, it works out. But I think it's something that you need to you need to think about. Um, if you're gonna really like go f go for that, you got to have something on the side that's gonna give you time to stream and stuff. So I would say people love that too. People love knowing that the person that they're watching is able is capable of providing for themselves because that ensures mostly that the stream is gonna be there. If somebody says, "I need uh, you know I have a sub goal of fifty so that I can buy a new monitor," it's like, "Will you not be streaming if we don't get there?" Like, yeah, are you you know what are the am I holding you up? Am I the pillar that's keeping you afloat? Like I want you to be here regardless of if I have money to necessarily donate to you because most of the people who are watching you in terms of all streamers don't have money to keep you afloat. There's a few people here and there and most of the people that donate are outliers. And uh, yeah, it's, it's not, uh, you need to support yourself first and then hopefully the stream will support you as well as, as you continue to grow it and hopefully eventually transition into full-time absolutely just streaming i'm yeah for me i'm not i'm not there yet where it's paying my bills and i'm comfortable and and anywhere like near that i think i think it's definitely something that um and i don't expect like at this point you know like it's something that i'm not like oh man i should be there but it's it's literally like for me it, like people love to help those who help themselves and i think that's uh that's a big deal you, you think about as you're kind of going towards like 
trying to go full time with it. So, um, perfect. I, I know we got to get you out of here. I got to respect your time, man. So let me, uh, let's, let's finish it off there. Uh, if you guys have any other questions, you can reach, uh, zap on his stream. Um, in the chat, it's linked right now. Uh, you guys can reach him there. Also, uh, you can find him on social medias. Your social medias are different. I tagged the wrong person on Twitter the first time. Good stuff. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so what's your Twitter, Twitter and then versus like Instagram stuff? Twitter is Zap Zappity. And then but you could just type in Zappity Zap and I think you'd find me. Perfect. And then uh Instagram would be Zappity Zap Zap. Perfect. I like to keep it confusing so it's hard to find me. Awesome, dude. It's like, you know, then you know your your true like followers are there. <laughs> <laughs> Real people, yeah, that care. Yeah. yeah, no, it's just the other ones were taken. And you, whenever you're small, you got to that's the kind of stuff you got to deal with. Yeah. Well, hey dude, thank you so much for doing this. I really appreciate it. I know you're like super busy and uh hopefully you you get you have a great stream today and everything goes well. Yes, um good. but uh dude, seriously, I'm thank you run so much. Grab some quick food. Thank you so much for having me on. It was a fun time. Thank you. All right, man. We'll I'll see you soon. Yes, I will see you soon. Be well. Be well. Chase your Goodbye. dreams, right? I, <laughs> I will. We'll do exactly that. All right, man. See you. Bye. Hey, thank you guys all for listening. If you guys are listening on audio, make sure you guys follow Spotify. Also, make sure you guys subscribe on Apple Podcasts. And if you're watching on YouTube, like, subscribe, comment, do all that kind of stuff, you beautiful human beings. Yeah. <laughs> well, it was a great interview with Zabdi Zab. Thank you guys for watching.